8 degrees, 422 on the DWS News Hour. Tonight in the Big Ten Network at 10 o'clock, it's the debut of Illinois Icons, a documentary featuring the lives of Max Abramovitz, Rado Taft, and Robert Zufke as well. well. Here is an excerpt from that documentary produced by Allison Wood and others. For the assembly hall, Max wanted the interior space to provide an unobstructed view for everyone inside. While strolling through a market in New York, he stumbled upon a wrinkled squash. The pattern of the squash inspired his design for an undulated roof. The form was not only beautiful, but strong. At 400 feet in diameter, it would be the world's largest unsupported dome. The engineers said it couldn't be built, and he said, of course it could. It's just two plates, sort of like scallops and you make them like this and then you wrap a long wire around where they join and one presses down, one presses up. And Max certainly was more than happy to push the limits of the technology and in that sense it's how your work stands the test of time because it's new when you do it and it's the example for decades. It was for the ice capades, it was for major concerts, it was for theater. What it allowed was for all these things to come to Champaign-Urbana. portion of the documentary and the, the narrator's voice that you heard is Allison Wood, producer as well, who's here with us in studio. Good to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. Why, did the, why this uh, documentary? What was the inspiration to do it? Well, uh, my coworkers and I, Caitlin Southworth and Tim Harton and I, we knew about uh, the sesquicentennial for the University of Illinois, and we were trying to think of a, a new program to work on uh, for the Big Ten Network. We work here at the University of Illinois, and we produce programs for the air on the Big Ten Network. And we thought it'd be interesting to look back at three icons of the University of Illinois. People may have heard these names, but they don't really know exactly uh, the history behind them and all that they have contributed, not only to our country, and to the university. So um, it was really fun for us to kind of go back and look at a person like Robert Zupke, who everybody knows is an incredible football coach, you know, our, our most winningest coach in Illinois history. But maybe what they don't know is he's also this very talented landscape painter. And uh, he did hundreds of paintings over his whole lifetime, and he ended up giving them all away. In fact, I think some of them are here in this building. And um, and. What was uh, we had found out that there was going to be a collection of his work going on at the University of Illinois Alumni Center. Um, they put out a call, and people from all over said, "Oh, sure, we could uh, let you put." our painting that we have by Zupke on display. And the Alumni Center put out this beautiful display for the first time you could go and see, you know, 100 pieces of his work all in one spot. It's interesting to see have an intersection with the sports world and with art, you know, and obviously Abramovitz designing then the Assembly Hall, now called the State Farm Center, but he also uh, put together the Cranert Center for the Performing Arts. And these were some guys, uh, Taft, you know, is known for the alma mater. These were some guys that were Renaissance men, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say they were Renaissance men. They were interested um, in in 
in seeing art and making it public to a lot of people, um, Taft was very adamant about public's, public artwork in Chicago. He had a vision of creating a long public art corridor around, along the Midway Plaisance in Chicago near the University of Chicago. In fact, that is where his home studio was, where he created a lot of his major pieces. And if you go there today, you can see one of his greatest works, which is the Fountain of Time, which is spans 124 feet in diameter. It's this beautiful fountain that's on the edge of Washington Park. He was such a well-known sculptor in that day and age that he was the first sculptor they went to at the time they were going to build Mount Rushmore. But at that time, he was in ill health and he had to decline the commission. Um, and he's a product of the University of Illinois. He grew up in this town. He got his master's degree and his undergraduate degree here. Back up there for a moment. Yeah. Uh, Taft almost was the sculptor for Mount Rushmore. Yes, he was. <laughs> I think that people, you know, every time somebody goes by um, to see the alma mater statue, people appreciate it as, as a beautiful piece of art, and they appreciate the legacy of it. I mean, in graduates every year want to go and stand in front of it and get their picture taken, and it's a real symbol of the University of Illinois. And he loved this, this institution, and that's why he wanted to create that piece and give it back to the university in 1929. What people don't realize is nationally he was this really preeminent scholar. We're talking with Allison Wood, one of the producers of Illinois Icons, which focuses on Max Abramovitz, Robert Zupke, Laredo Taft, and will premiere tonight on the Big Ten Network. Is this a standalone documentary? Are there others you want to do like this? Um, yeah, we do several documentaries a year. Uh, we're part of the Athletic Office of Public Affairs for the university, and um, this is one that's very unique for us uh, since it's uh, looking back at history and three important people at the University of Illinois. And to tune in tonight, I'll just tell people that it's going on after the live game, the women's basketball game, which I'm sure we're going to beat Michigan State tonight. And then there's going to be a, small, a short post-game show, and then our show airs right after that. So it ties in if you're watching the the women on the from the from Illinois hosting uh, the Spartans at the State Farm Center. Um, did you have an idea of the stories you wanted to tell, or did you unearth things as you went along and said, "Now this has to get in there"? Um, we did unearth things as we went along. Um, with Max Abramovitz, um, Caitlin Southward did a lot of research on that uh, that story. Uh, we, I guess, when we started, I didn't. I knew him for State Farm Center, as when he built it, you know, Assembly Hall, which you know people still call it that. Um, but I didn't realize that he was also the architect behind the Cranert Center for the Performing Arts. And I didn't realize his whole extensive history in New York City and what. Um, what an important architect he was there. He was the principal designer behind the Philharmonic at Lincoln Center, and um, him and his partner, Harrison, were also, they also oversaw the construction and design of the United Nations. They were very important architects, and that they, his background of coming out of the University of Illinois and having a very solid foundation at our School of Architecture and also understanding that he wanted these spaces to be gathering places for people and multi-use facilities, which I think you can really see in State Farm Center. He designed this huge building with this incredible roof that you 
you played that segment, it was the first time they were ever to do a roof that was 400 feet in diameter. People were terrified at first when they mm-hmm. went in there. They were afraid to clap because they thought it might collapse on them. <laughs> <laughs> it gets pretty loud now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess it, it's withstood the clapping of time. Yes, so, that's right. Allison Wood is producer of Illinois Icons. It premieres tonight at the Big Ten Network following Illinois women's basketball against Michigan State tonight. Tune in for that to learn about some Illinois history. We'd love to have you on again as oh, uh, other great. things come out. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much, Scott. Appreciate your time. It is 8 degrees. It's 430. Local news is next.